You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, we come to Hebrews 8, 1 through 13. The writer of Hebrews says this, Now the point in what we are saying is this, We have such a high priest, one who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven, a minister in the holy places, in the true tent that the Lord set up, not man. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. Thus it is necessary for this priest also to have something to offer. Now if he were on earth, he would not be priest at all, since there are priests who offer gifts according to the law. They serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly things. For when Moses was about to erect the tent, he was instructed by God, saying, See that you make everything according to the pattern that was shown you on the mountain. But as it is, Christ has obtained a ministry that is as much more excellent than the old as the covenant he mediates is better since it is enacted on better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no occasion to look for a second. For he finds fault with them when he says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will establish a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. For they did not continue in my covenant. And so I showed no concern for them, declares the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my laws into their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach each one his neighbor and each one his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities." and I will remember their sins no more. In speaking of a new covenant, he makes the first one obsolete, and what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. Lately, we've been spending time learning about Christ as greater than the Levitical priests. Here, in Hebrews 8, 1-13, we learn that the new covenant, of which Christ is the mediator, is better than the old covenant. Today, Christians, whether Jew or Gentile believers, are part of the new covenant. Now, here are four features of this new covenant found in this passage. First, Christ has put his laws into our minds. Now, this is huge. I grew up in a Christian environment. It included a Christian education and church on Sundays. There's just Christian stuff all around. Yet, I personally wasn't converted by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. I was not a Christian. When I came to Christ, about 18, 19 years old, when I came to Christ, he led me to a church where I finally understood the word of God for the first time. A year after my conversion and being at that church, I moved to a different part of the state and became part of another church where the word was preached. I remember thinking a number of times, wow, I've heard that passage my whole life, and I never knew what it meant. That's so simple and so plain. In a sense, the Bible came alive to me. Why? Because the Holy Spirit had illuminated my mind. And this is what happens in the New Covenant. Second, second feature of the New, of the new Covenant is that God's laws are written on our hearts. Under the New Covenant, or I'm sorry, under the Old Covenant, 
obedience was difficult and often external. Here in the New Covenant, there is an inward excitement to obey the law of God. We want to obey from the inside out. When you become a Christian, it's not just that your standing has changed from a citizen of hell to a citizen of heaven, but your affections and your desires change as well. You receive a new heart, as is prophesied in Ezekiel 36. And this new heart wants to obey. Obedience now becomes your joy, not a drudge. Third, there is no need to teach people about the experience of the new birth because they've understood it. Now, this isn't saying that teachers are no longer required in the New Covenant era. If that were the case, I'd be out of a job. We know that Ephesians 4 and other passages highlight the teaching ministry in the local church, and teaching is a gift given to believers in the local church. What this is saying is that there will be a knowledge of God among the people of God that is understood. A greater number of people will understand God in a greater way compared to under the Old Covenant. I was recently talking to a brother in Christ, and we were thanking the Lord that we live in a New Covenant era. We know so much more about Christ. We've read of his earthly ministry, his giving of his spirit, and so much more. We are a privileged people. And so we have learned, and the people of God today have a full knowledge in that sense of who he is. Fourth, he will be merciful toward our iniquities and will remember our sins no more. His blood shed on the cross gave us immediate and eternal forgiveness. No longer must we continue killing animals month after month and year after year. Jesus said it is finished on the cross. Now think about this. We get to experience all of this in the New Covenant, and much more according to the rest of the New Testament. We could praise God forever as his people, even if we were Jewish believers or Israelite believers back in the 4th century before Christ. We would be a privileged people even then. But how privileged are we now to live on this side of the cross, understanding fully the ministry of Jesus, the death of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, the witnessing of Jesus by over 500 people, the ascension of Jesus, all that the all that the apostles have taught us about Jesus. How privileged are we as a people of God in the new covenant? Praise the Lord. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.